0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecator.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home.
2: Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity has awarded $13 million to 13 recipients to expand the Illinois Works pre-apprenticeship program, including nearly $1.5 million to programs in Decatur and Macon County. The program's second year expands access to the program across the state and will serve up to 1,400 pre-apprentices, an increase of 40% over last year. The Devon Lakeshore Amphitheater has announced country star Riley Green will be coming on Thursday, July 27th. This show will serve as the annual 95Q Fan Appreciation Concert. Green's lead guitarist is Mount Zion High School grad Jake Garner. This show will be part of the Devon season ticket package for this year. Tickets go on sale at a later date to be announced. You don't have to wait to see more stories, podcasts, and videos at our website, nowdecatur.com.
1: charges against more people could be coming in Memphis. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, amid calls for police reform and weekend protests after footage was released showing the beating of Tyree Nichols, who died three days later. Five now ex-officers are charged with murder. He's kicked, punched, pepper sprayed, and struck with a baton multiple times as Nichols
3: is left seemingly defenseless. But you also see in the video other officers show up on scene and just stand around as a bloody Nichols is left to wait More than 20 minutes for medical attention. We know at least two Memphis Fire Department employees and two
1: Shelby County Sheriff's deputies have been relieved of their duties pending an internal investigation. That's Fox's Charles Watson in Memphis. An attack on police who were praying in Pakistan. A suicide bomber hit a mosque, killing at least 32 people.
2: There were around 200 people at the mosque, which is inside a high security zone in Peshawar. Most of the casualties were police officers. The force of the blast collapsed the building's roof, causing injury to well over 100 people. So far, no one's claimed responsibility, but similar attacks in the past have been blamed on the Pakistani Taliban.
1: That's Fox's Jonathan Savage. President. Biden had said he won't negotiate with Republicans on raising the debt limit by June to avoid a U.S. default, dismissing their demands to attach spending cuts. But Wednesday, he'll sit down with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who tells CBS Face the Nation. We cannot continue the waste that is happening. We cannot continue just to spend more money and leverage the debt of the future of America. A Republican-led House committee plans to question TikTok's CEO at a hearing in March after the app was banned on U.S. government-issued phones and about 30 states-issued devices as well. Amid security and privacy concerns with TikTok, Chinese-owned. A Super Bowl is set. The Eagles fans fired up for watching Philadelphia beat San Francisco. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Give us Andy Reid. It doesn't matter. The Eagles will play the Chiefs after Kansas City beat Cincinnati. America's listening to Fox News. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes ever since. This year, hundreds of fallen and severely injured heroes and their families are receiving mortgage-free homes. More than 1,500 homeless veterans are receiving housing and support programs. On Memorial Day, those lost since 9-11 in the War on Terror are having their names read aloud in a Tunnel to Towers ceremony do good and never forget our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the 123 Protection Plan. Eight three three four zero four 404 gold Eight three three four zero four 404 gold Ahead of his meeting on the debt limit with the House Speaker Wednesday, President Biden will go to Baltimore today to tout the infrastructure law last year that will help build a new tunnel under the Potomac River and enhance rail travel along the East Coast. Now, the president's also under more scrutiny on Capitol Hill over classified documents found that his Delaware residents and an old D.C. office from his time as vice president and maybe a senator.
0: On CBS Face the Nation, Intel Committee Chairman Senator Mark Warner of Virginia says while more must be learned about how documents were obtained even if President Biden says there's no there there. There may still be violations on handling. Ranking Republican Senator Marco Rubio of Florida says what frustrates him are media accounts he sees every day. Somehow the only people who are not allowed to know what was in there are congressional oversight committees. Chairman Warner says the issue could go well beyond the White House if it's true that some documents date back to President Biden's time as a senator. Gernal Scott. Fox
1: News. A Justice Department special counsel is investigating those documents. Another special counsel also probing all the materials the FBI seized from former President Trump's Florida resort. Two actresses who died Lisa Loring was best known for playing Wednesday in the original Adams Family sitcom in the 1960s. Loring was 64 and suffered a massive stroke just days earlier. Annie Wershing was only 45 and lost a battle with cancer.
0: Wershing is best known for playing FBI agent Renee Walker in the action series 24. She also provided the voice for Tess in the video game The Last of Us. Her first credit was in Star Trek Enterprise. Worshing appeared in dozens of television shows in her two-decade career.
1: Fox's Kathleen Maloney on Wall Street. Stocks could drop to start the week. Dow futures are down more than 200 points. Coming off gains last week, the NASDAQ has gone up now four weeks in a row. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Earth Credit Union presents the United
3: Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Pub. Tee it up anytime from now to Wednesday, February 22nd. Play the golf simulator at Caddyshack, add a $10 donation to the United Way, and your nine hole score could qualify you for the finals and a chance at the $1,500 prize purse. Get all the details at uwdcater.org or the United Way Facebook page. Earth Mover Credit Union presents the United Way Open courtesy of the 4-9 in Mount Zion, the Country Financial Agency of Ludwig & Young, the Law Office of Andrew S. Erickson, blake of palooza LLC, and Newhoff, media
0: good morning here's a look at your news channel 20 storm team forecast today chances of snow here in this morning cloudy to start gradually becoming sunny high near 20 windchill values between two and seven for tonight partly cloudy with a low around nine windchill values will dip as low as negative four for Tuesday, sunny with a high of 22. Wind chill values as low as negative 3. And then for Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 32. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is just 18 degrees. Your WSOY time is 6.06.
3: morning and welcome to the Monday edition of Buyers and Company. Wow, I'm kind of wiped out after that crazy day of football yesterday. We'll get into that. Kevin Brandy's in the studios, Mayor Julie Moore-Wolf, Mark Topper and Tupper on sports, and Dr. Morris, all next. Buyers and Company, WSOY,
1: 1340
4: AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecator.com.
3: heard somebody the other day saying that they'd like to move the AFC and NFC championship games to two days instead of cramming them all into one. I think I would be in favor of that.
0: And the, the point of it is to give equal time in between and all of that. So well, they'll never move to it.
3: What do you mean? Uh, oh, to, you mean there's do, a week off uh, in between the Super Bowl? I mean, I, that can't be like playing the next day. Wouldn't be a disadvantage, would it?
0: I mean it's one less day of preparation break healing think, ankle injury yeah
3: but they do I mean there's there's nothing that happens I mean it's all a bunch of junk in between now and the Super Bowl <laughs> they're not doing the the you would think that yeah really yeah for sure that's stupid you know I mean that that is to me just like you know if you're gonna build your fan base wouldn't it make sense to put it on a Saturday Sunday or Sunday Monday put them both in prime time? Uh, you know, instead of doing that Saturday, I mean, it's a lot of football to watch in one day.
4: Well, that's where I was wondering. I would have thought that Saturday is not as good a rating day as Sunday. So Sunday afternoon and Sunday night are really prime time for football.
3: Well, except they're playing it on Saturdays, they're playing it on Thursdays, they're playing it on Mondays all season long.
4: Well, that's because you, you got to get them in. But now you can. Both on You're
3: telling me that the people that care about the NFC championship game or the AFC championship game wouldn't watch it on a Monday night or wouldn't watch it on a Saturday night?
4: Probably not as many on a Saturday
3: oh, uh, Monday night, I bet you you'd have just the, the same. I mean, that's why they play the college football uh, championship game. I, mean, I, I, I think it would be great to put them in both in prime time. I mean, it's a lot to consume for if you're a fan of either of these four teams or any of these four teams, uh, it may be, but for the general public, you know, Philadelphia versus San Francisco, uh, I think Cincinnati probably against Kansas city, a higher rated game just based on the superstars, you you know, and San Francisco has got to bring in like eight quarterbacks next time. I know It's just ridiculous. Uh, uh, and the officiating and everything in between, I, I left the, the, the evening feeling sort of disappointed, like the, the, game was really exciting the the nighttime game but I kind of felt like it ended on a way where you know I and this is with these two teams this is it right I mean change NFL rules over these two teams
0: yeah uh, I I I was wrong in both of my picks um me too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you would uh, expect to be down to the fifth quarterback, you know, or I guess the emergency quarterback. San Francisco at one point. was done.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, they were done early on. Yep. You, you know, that the Brock Purdy's magic ran out. He got hit and injured. And and for all the people saying, Hey, get out there and try. I mean, that, that's easier said than done when you can't feel your fingers. That's right. You know, those nerve injuries are, uh, if you've ever had anything remotely close to that, you realize it's not even about sucking up through the pain. It's about <laughs> you can't feel your fingers. It's not great. How do you throw a <laughs> football? Yeah. How do you hold it even? It's yeah,
4: but when you look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes who will go out there. And- yeah, but he can still throw the football.
0: I mean, the difference is you can't – I mean, he, that guy couldn't do anything with his hand. Yeah. So they're running the football. I wonder what they're going to do next. Uh, I, they're going to run the they, football. I, and
3: I have a feeling they were done before that. You know, the Eagles Maybe. are just a really good
0: team. They are favored but, to win. But they the are Chiefs the Super Bowl favorites. Uh,
3: and the, uh, the Bengals, that game was so riddled with weird stuff and officiating and calls. And and,
4: and great plays, though.
3: Oh, great plays. It was a great game. Uh, it was a lot
4: of fun to watch. It was like watching it was as exciting as watching Super Bowl yesterday. yeah but, but I mean, that was a great game i don't yes.
3: know you just feel like though that, that the ending didn't live up to the great game
4: really oh i mean we're,
3: we're, we're gonna do over a play yeah. and then we're gonna have an out of bounds yeah. penalty to give you the 15 yards to get in field i mean it just felt like that was given to them by well, no stupid argued the play. Um, no that was i mean it clearly a dumb 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 decision i don't
0: I don't agree with that what Because it, I mean, uh, because when you are as a quarterback, the league has a priority of trying to keep the quarterbacks healthy. He turned into a full-fledged runner. And we have seen this thing that the old rope-a-dope where, hey, I'm about to give myself up and go out of bounds and they zoom right back in. If he wouldn't have made contact with him, Mahomes could have zagged to the left and went down the field. Both feet were
4: out of bounds when he hit him. I think moment, I, I, there was nothing egregious about it. No, it was not egregious. Yeah. I, was, I, I cringed and thought, that one's close. And when he threw the flag, I go, wow, what a break. But I don't think it was a wrong call. Uh, it could have gone either way. I do believe Kansas City got the calls. When they turned that, I mean, <laughs> it's like Mahomes, how much luckier could he be? three calls in a row. Yeah. And,
3: and, and that's, at the end of the day, the game. And, and when you're not really rooting, I, I mean, like I, I don't have a vested interest in any of these four teams. I, I mean, I like Kansas City. I like Cincinnati. I'm probably happy no matter what happens at the end of the game. Rooting for the Bengals, because I picked them. Rooting for the 49ers, because I can't stand Philadelphia's coach. <laughs> uh, and, you know, so I'm 0 for 2 uh, my, over the
0: weekend. My sister and my mom were watching the game with me, and they are big Patrick Mahomes fans and big fans of him. Like, hey, all day, we got to get home in time to watch Patrick. I mean, it was like, that's their thing. And by you. the by, the end of the game, they felt like, hey, we really wanted to win, but not like this. This was the sentiment that they took, and the calls were in their favor. It was like, ah, this feels kind of yeah. cheap.
3: Oh, so,
4: That was just the sentiment I'm just they like had. i just like your mom. I mean, I love Patrick Mahomes. At the end of the day, the guy figured out a way to win. I mean, with that run... When you got a high ankle sprain and you decide to, and the fact that this guy hit him, when this I don't know I don't I think Mahomes is bigger bigger than life right now. He's the next. I, Tom Brady.
3: Uh, I, he yes, but there's three or four of them uh, in the league right now that have the potential to be that. And we're going to see this for a very long time. Anyway, it was fun, uh, but a long day. I, I just, for me as a casual viewer, I'd rather watch it over two days and be able to watch both games in prime time than starting out at like two o'clock till ten o'clock. I mean, it's like eight hours of football.
4: I mean, I I, I really like the set, the Saturday Sunday the week before when when you, you got all those. Four teams playing, and, and actually you had eight teams it, playing. But, but the
3: idea that you that they now have that week in between the Super Bowl would, I think, negate that extra day of whatever, uh, you, you know, if well, one team had to play on a Saturday and yeah, one Holmes team had to play on a Sunday. Holmes needed the extra
4: day you know, this, this time. I mean, he needed yeah, – and he, so did Kelsey. I mean, they were both hurt. I think,
3: yes, they, they, Kelsey, I didn't see any sign of at all that he was hurt, uh, the way he played and the way he was in that game. Mahomes, you could tell, you know, if he got too much weight on his, you know, bad leg, you know, he'd limp around and you could tell he was really hurt and he'll These probably be tough. fine two weeks from now. But the guy, Brock Purdy, look, like, there's nothing you can do if you can't grip a football as a quarterback. Do you think that they would have that guy out there, uh, that didn't know Josh anything? To, I mean, I felt sorry for him. Yeah. Uh, but it was almost like they were just doomed from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. All right, we've got a lot to get to here today. Well, uh, now I have no, I, I don't, I, I guess I'm, I'm in for the Chiefs. Got to be.
4: Yes,
0: all the way. Yeah, Andy Reid against the team that fired him. Yeah, yeah. that's a pretty good storyline. Yeah, but you get the Kelsey
3: brothers. You got yep, the first mom good. ever to have two sons in a Super Bowl opposing each other.
0: That's
4: fun too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what about Andy Reid? Is this guy amazing? Yeah, he's a great coach. I mean. Some of these plays uh, in the beginning when
3: we're we're getting we're not turning this into sport talk today, guys. Uh, Well, you
4: brought it up. I know,
3: and now I'm I'm in the segue. We've got our our Super Bowl set up. Uh, I don't know how many in, in the Midwest. You know, probably more Kansas City fans than any of the other three. Would you imagine? Just proximity.
0: Probably and and they had just been more national back to Lynn Dawson and all that so probably well I mean the Eagles have
3: got all that you, you know I mean movies made about them and everything else but they seem kind of unlikable right or, or it's sort of the Midwest versus the big city three
4: Super Small Bowls in four years That is
3: very impressive very very impressive how many AFC Championship games in a row four oh or five my gosh. Ever since... Four problems. out of Mahomes, five years or something yeah, like ever that? ever since he's been there. All right. Uh, I do think the officiating was strange. There was some weird stuff. Did that guy's punt hit the, the uh, sky cam wire? Yes. Okay.
4: <laughs> How could they not get that on video? I don't know. But... We're, they got hundred we had in a game there.
3: where one of those came down on the field? Um, uh, you know, they had to stop the game because... It hit the it...
4: roof. We're in a game where... To put her
3: hit the roof. No, we were at a game when when this whole Skycam thing came down. Oh, yeah. Like, it just sort of collapsed, yeah, and there, there wasn't anybody Chelsea, no. underneath it. You know, thank goodness. But they had to stop the game to get it all reconfigured or whatever. Uh That's a strange thing for the very little you get out of that while watching on TV. I mean, you get the kickoff. You get occasionally the overhead, you know, of the huddle. I mean, you don't really get that much TV out of it when you think about how big a contraption that is Uh, and the idea. Because I think it was at a Colts game. We were over there, and, I mean, it literally, like, it didn't crash, but it came down pretty fast and, like, landed on the field.
4: The deal with the Skycams is is that they're an independent contractor, that company that puts those cables up and does does that, and the networks only buy them for the big games because they're really expensive. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And so, SkyCam must add a lot as far as they're concerned, but it better be for a big game because uh, it's going to it's going to cost network. Of, you, you always see them for these playoffs games, but they're not there for every game. All
3: right. Any other controversies, Nick, from any uh, of your family? You know, even though I I, I like the fact that they were rooting for the team that won, but felt like it it, it just no controversy. It didn't end like in the epic way you'd yeah. like to end. I mean, it ended with no seconds or eight seconds whatever left on the clock in the field goal. We got the dramatic ending. It just felt like what it took to get to that felt a little, I don't know.
4: It was a sloppy game. Yeah. It was a tough game. And, you know, they always would say back in the heyday of Brady and Manning that the the team that had the ball last won. And that's what happened with Kansas City.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but it was, it was, quirky refs and quirky calls and weird stuff. And then the 49ers Eagles game was hard to watch at the end because all it was was chippy and people throwing punches and in each other's face. And I guess that's what you're, when you're getting the crap kicked out of you on national TV, that's what it ends up with at the end. Right? Uh, all right. Uh, we have, um, a whole lot to get to here today. A whole lot, uh, and when we uh, get back on the other side of the break, we'll find out what's happening on Soy City Buzz tonight. Um, I, I've got a. Do you have any knowledge of a story about a dog dumped in Forsyth in a crate? No. Okay. Surely, Stanley. Surely, I don't know. They're offering a reward. I mean, evidently this happened, but I don't know the story. I don't know if the dog is alive. I don't know if the dog isn't alive. Uh, evidently, somebody on Sawyer Road. Where's that in, in Forsyth?
4: Well, it's out in the country. Okay. Sawyer Road is in the farmlands. It's out there by where Colby Schwartz's farms are. It's. I guess technically, it's Forsyth. You know where the Forsyth uh, Middle School is, or yeah, it's beyond that.
3: Okay, well, there's evidently a five thousand dollar reward uh, from PETA and the Mink County Animal Shelter is offering an additional five hundred dollars reward for any information leading to the arrest of the individual or individuals who abandoned the dog in a crate on the side of Sawyer Road. Um, abandoning pets in the country isn't a new story, um, right?
4: But in a, cats, they, they leave in it a crate, even in a crate. Yeah. Well, how mean is that? For some reason, Forsyth is the place people go. I know people that have had uh, possums and squirrels and things like that in their attics. They trap them. Where do they go? Forsyth. (laughs) And unload them. You know, they say you got to take them 10 miles away from your house or they'll find their way back. But I don't know, a dog, maybe it's.
3: That's the weirdest thing you've ever said, I think, sitting in here. This is a thing?
4: Oh, yeah. Well, out in the country, Blue Mountain probably has the same problem.
3: Well, wouldn't you think any country has? Like, like, if you go out, you know, east of Mount Zion, you know, on 120, I mean, I, I would think this would be similar. Anybody where there's maybe, country.
4: Maybe people in Decatur resent foresight, so they use that so them. That's probably right.
3: I don't know how they get their, pet, their, their animals through without papers. <laughs>
4: I don't know. I, I don't think it's exclusive to Forsyth, but I do know it's a common thing
3: for people to but do. But weird in this kind of weather. Uh, and leaving
4: it in a, a crate,
3: crate. Which doesn't give it a chance at all. I, I have no idea. Um, anyway, if you have information about that, uh, I will be happy. Uh was dead in the crate due to the cold. Is that what you're hearing from?
4: Yeah, I just okay. got a caller told me that. Oh, it was dead. Uh, well, well, sure. You leave it in a crate, it's going to freeze to death. Yeah,
3: no doubt. That's just sick. I, I don't know why anybody in the world would uh, you know, I don't know why people get pets you know when they can't handle it i mean i'm sure this isn't a new story to the animal shelter you know people will come and and i I think they do some significant screening now or whatever uh because people would just come and get them and then turn around not want them and dump them you know back in the wild
0: yeah you know and and weirdly um there are times like say around valentine's day or um easter where people
3: yeah where people give them a
0: Gifts. As gifts, and then, and then you see a rash of this, you know, corresponding to it, it's, it's just not right.
3: No, but if, it, but man, it's great, that's just hard to even imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe they'll catch the folks. $5,500, pretty good incentive for somebody to turn on someone, uh, in a world uh, full of crappy people. Alright, here's Nick with your News Channel 20 Storm Team Forecast, back with more right after this.
0: Here's a look at your News Channel 20 storm team forecast today. 40% chance of some snow yet this morning. Cloudy to start, gradually becoming mostly sunny. A high of only 20, and wind chill values as low as 2. For tonight, partly cloudy, low around 8. Wind chill values dipping down to negative 4. For Tuesday, sunny and a high near 22. Wind chill values at negative 3. And then Wednesday, no mention of the wind, but mostly sunny and a high near 32. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 17 degrees. Your WSOY time is 623. This look at your weather is brought to you by Staley Credit Union. Ready to bank better? Bank Staley Credit Union.
1: Want more out of banking? You got it. At Staley Credit Union. We're unlike a traditional bank. When you join, you own it. So all profits are invested to serve you. Like the best technology in digital banking. Better rates on loans and savings. And an expert team that knows you on a first name basis. At Staley Credit Union, you got it. Learn more at staleycu.com. This institution is not federally insured by member choice. Proudly insured by American Share Insurance. As the familiar tune fills the air, joy radiates along with the heat of
2: flickering flames.
1: You make a wish for another year surrounded by the ones you love. With each passing year, the compassionate team at Prairie Cardiovascular will be by your side with heart care that allows you to focus on what matters most, a life well lived. Prairie Cardiovascular,
3: here
0: with you. We expect our information in real-time.
1: U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare
0: benefits check. As easy as... That's
1: 800-730-8405. Listening to Buyers and Company streaming live at nowdecatur.com.
3: By the way, that money from the uh, Decatur Macon County Animal Shelter Foundation was a grant to Crime Stoppers uh, here locally, which I know. Uh, Karen served on you know that board for years and years and years. Uh, it's a great organization. Yeah, so you can do it uh, anonymously if you have a tip. I don't know anything else about the dog or description or anything like that, but uh, evidently people do, or at least they're aware of the story. So,
4: yeah, uh, so if somebody saw someone drop that crate off.
3: Or yeah, I mean anything that would be a uh, a good tip. Um, you, I would think you'd do it for the right why reason. Would you and do it leave anyway. Leave a
4: dog in a crate in this
3: weather. I don't have any. Why you would leave a dog in a crate in any weather? Uh, and dump them out, you know, where they can't fend for themselves. Um, So uh, that sucks. Uh, Humans just uh, continue to disappoint.
4: Well, their intention was to kill their dog. I mean, they must have just tried to find a place uh, where nobody could see them, put the dog out there to die. Who knows? That's terrible.
3: All right. So we have a whole bunch to get to here today, a lot. Uh, including, um, I was sad Nick sent me a, a link, uh, yesterday that, uh, Annie Wershing passed away. Uh, she was the actress who was a Millikan University graduate who was in Bosch and, and, uh, 24 and a whole bunch of stuff in her career. What was she, 45? Uh, yeah. a battle with cancer.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, passed away. Well, I, well, I, I assume that was yesterday or the yeah, day before, right? Yesterday. Yeah.
0: Did you know her? Yeah. Yeah. She graduated, uh, I think maybe two years ahead of me maybe maybe three but it's a small campus you know and you yeah. watch her career throughout and it's a it's a bummer she was in video game well she
3: the, was the voice of tess, tess right yeah, in, in the, the last of us yeah, yeah, yeah i, I that, read that
0: yeah you know just amazing you'd see her pop up she was in picard recently um season two as the board queen and you just every time you see her you're excited and, and a couple of the roles really took you know and so it was exciting for a lot of people around here it's, it's tough.
3: Yeah. She had a big role, uh, in 24, yeah. you know, in its prime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, when that show was, you know, as big as it mm-hmm. gets on TV and then was in the first couple of seasons of Bosch, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Amazon show, which is really, really, really good. She's been, I mean, in a lot of things, yeah. but that was just a two year battle with cancer.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, 45 sad
3: years old. Yeah. It's just horrible. Uh, but, um, uh, her husband and, and three kids, you know, they I, I read their stuff that they posted, which was really moving and impactful. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know what else to say about that, it's just sad. Uh, a, but the local connection, her being a Milliken grad, uh, just you know, several coming out of that theater uh, department going on to have big success in Broadway or Hollywood or wherever it might be uh, big name. So, uh, we uh, best to her family and, and loved ones for sure. I also saw that Barrett Strong passed away. I don't know if everybody knows who Barrett Strong is, he was the guy that sang the song Money uh but uh, he wrote I heard it through the grapevine and and many 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 motown songs that to this day Nick and I were just talking about the other day uh with the playlist uh I wish it would rain I mean the list goes on and on and on wow. and on uh he was he had one hit uh, as a singer uh with that song Money but his uh, writing was all over the Temptations and and all over Motown. Died at the age of uh, 81 uh, over the weekend. So you think about uh, uh, art and you think people will watch Andy Worshing's stuff, you know, for years to come, or or run into like, oh, I'm gonna watch all the seasons of 24 and it lives on. You think about the music of Motown and how it's transcended generation after generation. And this guy's stuff that he wrote down on paper. I don't know that he got paid. Don't know that he ever got like the do in his life that he did. But his stuff is Still out there impacting people for generations to come, which is kind of cool.
4: Yeah, it's always fun to watch those documentaries about Motown and Barry Gordy.
3: Well, the whole uh, the whole nine yards. We're going to take a break for bottom of the hour stories and news. When we get back, we'll preview tonight's Soy City Bus. Stay tuned.
2: This is R.J. Crace with your stories now. Jobs increased over the year in all 14 Illinois metro areas in December, according to preliminary data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics and the State Department of Labor Security. In Decatur, the not seasonally adjusted unemployment rate was 4.1 percent in December, a one percentage point decrease from December of 2021. It's estimated that there were a little over 2,300 people unemployed in the labor force this past December. If you're out on the highways and byways today, keep in mind there could be some lingering slick spots from the wintry mix that took place last night. Temperatures are not getting above freezing, at least early in the week. Highs today and tomorrow in the low 20s. Lows tonight are going to dip into the single digits, it looks like. So stay warm and check out some more stories, podcasts, and videos anytime at our website. We're located at nowdecatur.com. News, I'm
1: Chris Foster. It's the Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs in this year's Super Bowl. In the AFC, Patrick Mahomes on an injured ankle threw a pair of touchdown passes and scampered to get Kansas City into range for the game-winning field goal. KC gets revenge for last year's AFC Championship 23-20. In the NFC, the Eagles rolled to a 31-7 win. The champions of Super Bowl 52 and 54 meet in Super Bowl 57 in two weeks. Fox's Tim McMaster.
2: It's the coldest weather of the year in parts of the Plains and Midwest with ice and freezing rain to the south
1: a powerful arctic cold front has become stationary for the next few days bringing the risk of significant ice impacting parts of the south into the tennessee valley accumulating ice will cause travel issues and likely power outages for sections of texas oklahoma arkansas
2: and tennessee fox meteorologist janice dean a new utah law bans hormone therapy and surgery for transgender minors america's listening. fox news
0: Memorial care is how you start to feel better. Primary care, urgent care, virtual care. Memorial care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. 40% chance of some more snow, cloudy, and then mostly sunny as the day goes on, high of 20. Windchill values down as low as 2. For tonight, partly cloudy, low around 7. Windchill values will get as low as negative 4. Tuesday, sunny and a high near 20. Windchill values at negative 3. And then Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 32. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is just 17 degrees. Your WSOY time is 632.
3: You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. I give you Barrett Strong's memorial and you throw Creed at me.
0: It's the Foo Fighters. It's
3: the Foo Fighters. Okay. I wow. apologize. I thought it sounded like that opening. What's that Creed song that like they use in any high school football movie?
0: Um, let's see here. Take me
3: higher or yeah. whatever. Does it have like a similar opening to that kind of?
0: I guess. No, I mean, there's a little well, bit. Wow. You called them Creed.
3: Well, that's what I thought. That's what I heard. Uh, my apologies. Just my imagination. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Edwin Starr's War, Ooh. all written by this guy. Yeah, how amazing is that? I, was, I mean, the guy you never heard of. Yeah,
0: like, and he won his Grammy for Papa was a Rolling Stone. I, yeah. I was just reading, amazing. Money only got to number two, and and uh, Barry Gordy disputes he had anything to do with it. It says, man, Barry was a tough business. Oh, no, for sure he was. Clerical errors, how he ended up on that copyright registration. Yeah, said, yeah, yeah, Ouch. yeah. You know, he just,
3: just accidentally wrote all those great mm, hits.
4: To say Papa was a Rolling Stone reminds me now of that Stephen A. Smith book. He's uh, come out with a book, and he's really rough on his dad. His dad was not a good guy. And so you ought to catch some of his interviews. He's promoting the book. It was all about his mom. Gives his mom every bit of credit. Calls her mommy. But his dad... He just was a philandering, uh, lazy bum. Okay, that went. Papa, he was a rolling stone. Okay,
3: okay. I was wondering when you were going to tie all that together. I was stretched out pretty. It's okay. Uh, I didn't know he had a book out. Yeah,
4: uh, I told you about did it.
3: Did
0: you? I, yeah. We talked
3: about him. I didn't. Yeah, you,
0: because he was on Howard Stern promoting uh, that. Ah, that's, right. yep. that's right.
3: That's uh, right. I've always found him to be entertaining. I, I mean, in a way that's sort of like I, I mean, he's got sort of a circus kind of thing about the routine of being over the top, and that, that's okay. I mean, it's a. I think it's called
4: Straight Shooter. Yeah, that's the name of the book. Mm-hmm. That's his. That's his.
3: Did st- you write it or read uh, it?
4: Yeah. Well, I'm um, tenth chapter. Okay. Uh, It's good. It's good. I mean, it's it's enjoyable. Actually, it's very good. I mean, how old is Stephen A. Smith? In his forties.
3: He's fifty-five years
4: old. Oh, he looks good for his age.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering. You know, we talk about sports. Athletes or former yeah. athletes or entertainment. Cause, uh, Dion Sanders is on the cover of GQ magazine. As he month.
0: should be. got yeah. a boy Dion.
3: Uh, Ed, he, uh, oh, well, along with Allen Iverson and Derek Jeter, they're doing a little old school, uh, uh, their, uh, uh, GQ sports style hall of fame, which is kind of weird that Jeter's on this cause he seemed sort of very generic.
0: He's the standard, like uh, just buttoned up, clean cut guy. Nothing right. extra. But, I mean, you throw
3: in, like Dion and Allen Iverson though; they're kind of like way over. Yeah. You know, like the different. Anyway, uh, I thought this was interesting. I, I still get this magazine. I think they sold me like a 20 year subscription for a dollar ninety
0: nine. Man, it looks real thin from here. <laughs> it is oh man, so
3: thin. wow! Uh, you, you get this, and and the thing is, why wouldn't you enjoy this from a digital perspective? Because if there's a like an article about how to tie a tie, you can just tap your iPad and watch the video. I mean, this kind of thing would translate way better from a digital perspective. I'm not even sure why. The offer was just so good. Right. Like it was like the cost of postage to get like five years.
0: I'm sure. Yeah.
3: And then I don't know how they make money off that.
0: Are there ads in there? Well, sure, there are ads. Then
3: that's, there it is. But the ads are not what they used to be. You know, they're, they're, they're. I'd say they're down a level or two of what uh, you would have expected. There's still some high end stuff.
0: <laughs> it's used Toyota's. But, but
3: if they're <laughs> if they're selling the ads based on subscription, so they get you to sign up for the subscription no matter what they lose. I mean, I can't imagine what it costs just to mail a magazine to me.
0: I don't know. On and a monthly basis. It, and it might be added value to their digital packages, you know, hey, you spend a bunch with us, we'll throw you in our magazine too. It's hard to say. Those models are being reinvented.
3: They they are. I just can't make much sense out of it. I mean, I I feel like I know my way around this world pretty well, and I'm just trying to figure out, no matter what the loss leader is on this, how in the world they're making money.
4: Doesn't seem to make sense. I'll tell you, the, the book companies have got to be making money now with their model. I can't tell you how many books I have bought on my phone after watching an interview of the person who wrote the book on TV. I mean, because you instantly say, you emotionally say, gosh, I want to read more about that. And you do it as opposed to, say, yeah, I got to go get that book one of these days. And you don't do it.
3: Yeah. And I think that makes a lot. I, to me, you know, I use the Kindle app uh, on my um, iPad and that's how I read books. Uh, and it, it, that translates to me more than a magazine does. Right.
0: Yeah, I I think so because the magazine is the flip through care you, you, a book you're consuming the words it's the a type magazine set yeah. the, you know
3: yeah I mean you the get that whole thing the
0: whole two page spread the
4: graphics can flow or whatever yeah, yeah you miss that although well, the other thing you can do is listen to books now Lindsay, Lindsay can, that's
3: all Lindsay does
4: and you can you can crank it up to one and a half speed so you can get to that that book in half in a in a third of the time it would take me to read it
3: wow so speeding it up doesn't bother you.
4: Not really. I like it at 125, but if I'm really needing to get through it, I'll I'll do 150. Mm-hmm. Anything beyond that is too fast.
3: You can just read every other paragraph.
4: <laughs>
3: well, it's hard to comprehend it when it's going that fast.
0: Main character dies at the end. Hey, I just took in that whole book.
3: See, I don't do audio books.
0: I, I don't, but I've been intrigued by it, but I would miss my podcast. So I, I don't have, I really only listen to audio when I'm driving. And and so I don't, um, I would miss it.
3: Yeah, I I just, it's not aesthetically for me. I understand why people like it. You know, you you put the the AirPods in and just, you know, lounge around and listen to your favorite book. The speeding up part is the thing that's always intrigued me because it's like, oh, I love reading this so much I want to get it done faster.
0: I I watch some, like if I fall behind on my wrestling, I will watch it and fast forward. Just so I know what happened, you know, I, I, yes, I wish I could let it breathe, but I don't have the time. I just got to see what, what went on.
3: <laughs> I feel like I could do that. <laughs> when, when, when like I, on four times speed. Yeah. Oh, it's done. <laughs> hey, what do you know?
4: <laughs> when I listen to a, a complex book that's really good, I will go out and buy it. I've done that after I've listened to it because I want it to go, to re- to go back and, and re- go back to the facts. Now, there's no way I can remember, but I know they're good. And without that, it's really hard to find them. It, it, well, you can't if you're listening to it because uh, they don't give you the script. So a really good book, you, know, you listen to it and then you go out and buy it and you have it in your library.
3: Mm-hmm. I used to have a huge library. We donated it all to a church. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, um, that had to hurt nah it was kind of cathartic uh you you know you collect all these books uh, and i mean there were a lot and uh, i didn't know what we were going to do with them uh i didn't want to like put them in storage and i thought it was just time to sort of break you know that was my kind of moment of like all right I, i there's another way to do this that makes a lot more sense I think they were having some sort of big sale and like redoing something. Like oh that. nice. So it worked out. They came, and picked them up and everything. Very nice. Yeah. Kind of like the libraries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I can't do that anymore. I mean, I, and I love books. Absolutely love them. And to this day still buy them if they're copy table version or, or something that I want with a lot of big visuals, but everything else goes onto the, uh, the iPad. And then you store it in the cloud. You don't have any memory word. I mean, I anything. Mean, always got it. Go back for the facts. You
4: can. It's just, what? <laughs> Have you noticed the evolution of phones with, with pictures and certain things that you had in your old phones? Now you got a new phone, and you don't—you do know, not all of it moves forward. Maybe it has on my Apple, but on my other phones, I lost all that stuff. Because you don't have cloud service? Well, I, yes, I do. But in the earlier phones, all those pictures—it was, it wasn't cloud. It was just stored in the phone. And they didn't. They didn't move. We Hasn't didn't, the
3: cloud been around since Apple? And like blackberries and stuff like well, that. Well, okay, you were taking pictures on your BlackBerry.
4: I was taking pictures on every device I had back when I had it. The, the the Apple though, it has I think moved forward with everything on the cloud. So that probably won't be a problem. The Apple
3: Cloud has never been really user friendly. Uh, I mean, from a consumer point of view, right?
0: on the front end uh, I mean you got to
3: get it on PC you can't I mean you know for years and years you couldn't access it through like your mobile device
0: Yeah people are not get, they're probably getting 40% if not less of what the Apple cloud can do but what it is super friendly for is the ability to log into your new device put in your password oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it zooms it over so all the magic happens in the background but the the accessibility the go, of
3: it is not great
0: little, Yeah it's a little bit harder than than others
3: Yeah uh, Amazon are you a prime member Yes. Okay. They've got free photo service, unlimited. You can set it to your phone. It automatically uploads to the Amazon cloud, and you can have unlimited photo, and there's a pretty decent video amount that it allows, Mm -hmm. too. It comes with your Prime. No charge.
4: I buy so many of these things, and I probably am using 10% of their service. (laughs) I mean, there's just so much to know. Yeah.
3: Amazon's simple and easy. You just download the app, Photos app, and every time you take a picture, like once a day, it will upload everything mm-hmm. to Amazon. You can then go into the Amazon app, you can sort it, you can put it into albums, it, it, it stores it by date and time stamp. Mm-hmm. It's easy.
0: Yep. Well, I use I, got it. I use the Microsoft OneDrive for that, but others use Google. I mean they all the cloud is is the way to go. Yep.
3: No doubt about it. All right, what's coming up tonight on uh, Soy City Buzz?
4: Well, I talk about sports talk. It just See, kinda... you
3: can do that tonight as long as you want.
4: Well, we're going to do about 45 minutes of it. Uh, Brian James, he's our Illini insider. He's going to be on tonight in the first segment. And then I'm going to bring in uh, Britt Miller. You know, He's the new St. Teresa head coach for football. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a very full plate with his new acquisition of Barbeck, as well as now head coach of St. Teresa. So he's going to come on. We're going to give him about a half hour tonight. I asked Eric, <coughs> Eric uh, to come in. Eric Lee, since he's the uh, play-by-play guy for WSoy, he can help me with some of these kids that's coming. back. I don't know all the kids' names on on the team. But Eric will and, and Britt will. I want to find out what has he inherited with this national or the state championship team, and uh, I, so we'll have a great show with him. And then Marsha. Or Mesha Fields with Sugar Fix. Yeah. She's coming up. Yeah. So I'll learn more about that tonight because I don't know much. That's a fun place to go.
3: It, the, she it? makes the desserts, like the really intricate mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've seen some of her work. pretty impressive.
4: Good deal. Maybe she'll bring something.
3: That uh, may be. Hint, hint. Uh, all right. So do you miss. This isn't about sports, it's about what you used to do going to the Super Bowl. Go, who has the Super Bowl, by the way? Phoenix. No, I mean which network? Oh, Fox. Fox. So it it rotates three, right? Is mm-hmm. it Fox, M- NBC, NBC and CBS? Right. Um so every third year for many 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 years you would go to the Super Bowl.
4: Yeah, five of them. Yeah. And uh yeah, do I miss going yeah, to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean Bowl? just just the experience. I mean,
3: it's a lot of work. I mean, I think people thought Kevin was just like on a joyride and I'm sure it felt like a joyride, but you also, I mean, it's work.
4: Oh, it's, it's work. I mean, Sunday is exhausting. Uh, Saturday is pretty busy. But they want you there on Wednesday. Now, the rest of the crew, the real important people, are there on Monday. But they, they still want a guy like me, who's at the bottom of the food chain, there on Wednesday.
3: And what would you do, like, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday?
4: Attend meetings. you got, you got all kinds of organizational production meetings. So every, every the left hand knows what the right hand's doing, and they have double the crew. So there are a lot of new people there that are coming from other games, the B game, the C game, and and even sometimes from the other networks, their best camera guys. Um, Jimmy's best friend works for Fox. He would come and work the CBS game. Jimmy would work the Fox game when they were doing the Super Bowl. So there's a lot of coordination going on. And uh, you get to watch all the rehearsals. It's crazy, the security. You know, I got I almost got kicked out because I took pictures on my electronic phone, and they thought I was going to put them up on Facebook and spill the beans of what uh, Lady Lady Gaga was wearing at rehearsal, things like that. It's crazy. But it's interesting. It's fun to be a part of. And it is big-time show business. Big time.
3: And the security, I think, would blow most people away. I mean, the amount of...
4: Five layers. Five layers of security when we did the one in San Francisco.
3: They had a light explode. They had something happen in the pregame show, you know, when they've got the little stage on the field uh, with Fox. Uh, and they were on the air when it happened. I, I don't even know, they didn't explain it, but that's what it sounded like to me. But they all jumped, I mean, and then joked about most of them wanting to jump under the table. And then you forget just how, you, you know, big a target this would be, you know, or how, uh, you know, how uh, tough it must be to secure all that. I mean, I've seen pictures of the snipers, you know, up in the, you know, you know the ceilings and all the stuff. That's just gotta be a nightmare. When you think about probably the biggest spectacle we do as a country as far as a live televised event goes all year round, right?
4: Yeah, you know, when when I do the Super Bowl, I've got to send in all kinds of information, pictures, things like that for security clearance. And, uh, they, they check everybody out their works at, And um, you forget what you send them. And we were, we were done um, for the day. It was on a Friday, I think, before the Super Bowl. And a bunch of us went to a Five Guys, the cheeseburger. It's right by the stadium in San Francisco. And none of us knew this, but they were doing a security check. And every one of our, you know how Macon County does, an Amber Alert? Mm -hmm. Well, this this goes back, what, 10 years almost. But this thing goes off. And every one of our phones, as we're sitting, there's 10 of us sitting at the table, goes off. And it's it's got a, a security warning. And they were testing the system, but we didn't know they were testing it. And we all jumped, like, holy cow, what do we do now? And then all of a sudden, this is a test. And um, that was eerie. That's when you really realized um, something could happen. Well, you were there
3: when the lights went out.
4: That I immediately thought. When the lights went out in New Orleans, uh, that just doesn't happen. And that was about a third of the way into the third quarter. And all, it was right after the halftime show, but no one thought they blew a fuse. Everyone thought what happened outside, what blew up, and um, and no one knew. They watched that crew, CBS, in that truck, and they ironically were doing an uh, uh, excerpt for 60 Minutes Sports on the making of a Super Bowl. So they they had what the people at the NFL were doing, and what the people in the truck were doing, and what we were doing out on the field had it all, all the CBS 60 Minutes crew was there filming it all, and the cool, the calm, and Jim Nansen went dark. His side of the stadium was dark, but the other side of the stadium where JB was, uh, where they just did the halftime show, they got them back up on on the air. Steve Tasker's mic worked. I mean, half, half the system worked and half of it didn't, and they went to commercial. You had no idea that they were out of juice. When they came back, They were as calm as can be. They had the other side up, the side that was working, and they just worked their way through it. And as it turned out, Beyonce's uh, halftime show blew a major fuse, and it took 20 minutes to get the lights back up.
3: Yeah, I remember sitting there watching it, wondering the same thing. What was your favorite location of the five?
4: I got to say the most impressive was Atlanta. That Mercedes-Benz dome. With that 360 screen and a brand-new stadium, uh, it was organized. It was my favorite.
3: What game was that?
4: Oh, boy. What game was that? It was New England and uh, the Rams, maybe?
3: I saying, You could say New England pretty accurately over the yeah, last. <laughs> <I was safe. laughs>
4: that control room down in the belly of that building is ridiculous. It looks like NASA. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen it. It's right there in the, the bowels of the stadium. And it's all glassed in so you can see Walk from Walk by outside. and see it, yeah, it's awesome. That's pretty neat. I, it's just um, an amazing feat. Even yesterday as I watched that game, I've been that, to that AFC championship there uh, at least once. But I've been to a lot of those AFC games in Kansas City when Mahomes was, just came into the league. And to watch him, he doesn't act any different now than he did back then. This kid is so humble. And what does he have, a half-a-billion-dollar contract, and he act, he's acting like he's still making a couple hundred thousand dollars a, a season. I'm really impressed with him, and Kansas City um, is a pretty impressive organization. So uh, it was fun watching it on TV, but, boy, I missed being there.
3: Yeah, that was the Patriots versus the Rams. Patriots beat them 13-3. That was that game that was kind of hard to watch. Uh, I remember that. Uh, but the spectacle that, that is the Super Bowl, your favorite halftime entertainer uh, that you saw live.
4: Uh, um, uh, the Who was pretty – oh, by far Prince.
3: Yeah.
4: Prince was fun. Not, not only by how great a show he did in the rain, he didn't have to perform. He did anyway. He glued sandpaper to the bottom of his shoes. But we were told in a production meeting if it's raining, he's not going on. He went on anyway. So, what would they do? Huh?
3: I mean, what was the plan if he didn't go on? What do you. Uh,
4: they said make your bathroom break really short. They're going to cut the halftime uh, down in half instead of it being 20 minutes. Can you imagine that?
3: Like at home, just sitting there and all of a sudden, no prints?
4: That would be the worst, yeah. And his last song was Purple Rain. And they had that purple rain. They had the purple lights, and it was raining. It was as cool a special effect as you're going to get. But I watched him rehearse from going from a, a star being shoveled off the field every time they took a break, and then they re, redo it to him staying out there and hanging with the kids that were his props and, and you know his adoring fans that they bring in from the parking lot. Uh, he he hung out, signed autographs, took selfies. Prince turned out to me to be one of the coolest entertainers I've ever seen.
3: All right, there you go. First hand from the front lines. Uh, I, I was thinking about that yesterday, just wondering if you miss you know, that or if it's just nice to kick back and be able to watch the spectacle on TV and not have to run up and down the sidelines. I
4: pretend like I was crying and Sue says, what? I go, I want to be there. Yeah. You know, it. it you, you get over it once you don't do it. My, my age, it was time for me to end it anyway. That's a lot of sprinting, but the thrill of it now—these AFC Championship games—I've done ten of those, and oh my gosh, it's just, its just as exciting as a Super Bowl. Super Bowl—you're so nervous, and it's there's so much pressure to be perfect and that it's not as much fun as an AFC Championship game where you're watching the game.
3: There we go. Uh, all right. Now we got like two weeks of silly. Like we'll, we'll just cover every minutia of everything, right? Kelsey Brothers. Yeah. Well, that's fine. That's fun stuff to you cover. The, I'm just saying they will run out of things to talk
0: about. They've got the awards. Yeah. They've got the uh, Pro Bowl. They've got. Uh, and are you
3: mildly interested? in yeah, I'm going watch uh, it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why?
0: Because I like, I, I enjoy that sort of stuff. I like the personalities. I like the, the fun around it. Did you watch
3: it. the Pro Bowl before?
0: Yeah, I watch it every year.
3: Do you really? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and and the games that go with it, the you know that they've been doing the last couple of years. So yeah, I I enjoy it. Yeah. I know what it is. I know what I'm watching. I'm you know what I mean. It, it, I'm not thinking it's going to be some big competitive sort of thing. I I know what I'm dialing in for.
3: So I I tuned in to. Are you watching the Special Forces show on? uh I think it's on Fox.
0: It is on Fox. Uh, I'm a couple behind.
3: Are you? Yeah. Well, I. Is um, it good? It's annoying at first until they weed out the people that are really annoying.
0: Oh, good. Okay, so it, it, now that everybody here is serious, it's better?
3: Like, I, I like I don't think anybody went home last week. Okay, Because I mean, everybody now that's there are, I, I mean, they had some people in it that shouldn't, I, I mean, shouldn't have ever been in it.
4: Oh, this is where personalities go through. um the training. They've you know, got SAS services.
3: and like Marine Recon guys, and they're in Jordan, and it looks like something out of Star Wars. You know, yeah. they're in the and they've got to stay there, and then they do these challenges, and people can voluntarily quit, or you know, they they have a pass fail mission. There's no money. Nobody's gonna win. It's just can you finish this thing? Mm. And Danny Amendola, uh, the former wide receiver for the Patriots, Dwight um, Howard. Howard, former NBA player, Mike Piazza, like 55. You know,
4: who's would you do it?
3: Uh No, um, really. Would I go out in the desert and get screamed and spit at, uh, uh, for saying I did it? No, probably not. Um, but you kind of get to know the characters and Mooch is still in this thing.
1: Oh, nice. Scaramoochie, uh,
3: who, who like, he's fat and, and old and, but he's still hanging in there. Uh, and here's the thing. They had to. They're doing. I'll give everybody that's left in this the props. There's one lady from the Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't remember her name. She's in her fifties and and she's terrified, but she's got like a poker face. That you're. I mean, so they had to they, like a. If you think about like what the space needle looks like. Yeah. There's there was a building. I don't know if it was an airport tower or what it was, but they had to go up 300 steps. They had to run up 300 steps. And then go off that building and do the tactical repelling, you you know, on their own. Like after running up those steps like this. Um, And the one guy who's a former Navy SEAL, he ran all of them up there. Wow. Like each time.
0: Oh, wow. Eight of them. Wow. Eight trips up.
3: And, And he's just unbelievable. But I'll tell you what, they all got up there. and they I mean, some of them did it better than others, but they all
0: did it. They figured out how to how to try and how to they they know well, you gotta it. You got
3: to lean over backwards yeah. off that building with your feet against the wall. I, I mean, just you know, and it's just nothing but concrete.
0: Wow, that's cool.
3: So I'm enjoying it now. At the beginning, they had like the chef that was on there that like he wanted to compare himself that you know chefs and kitchen people were like warriors and like soldiers. They're like, oh dude, you're not gonna be here long.
0: Oh, when he started talking about it, it's, it's my wife's birthday today, so I'm there like, uh oh. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs>
4: yeah, but well, that's that's pretty impressive though.
3: You know, they used to well, Mike they'd... Piazza. You know, I mean, you know, this guy. You know, he talked. He, he's you know, they have kind of these one-on-ones and. It's like, you know, I was an elite athlete for 20 years and then you retire and you get soft and you wonder if you've got it in you to do the things you used to do. And I mean, I give him full credit. He's in there trying hard. Mm,
4: right. It takes a while to condition your body.
1: But yes. it, you also couldn't,
3: I, I mean, you knew who was going to do, I mean, you're watching this and you knew these athletes were going to do well because they've had people yelling at them since they were right. eight years old and, and thrive in that sort of team kind of thing. And right. Yeah. I mean, it's not a surprise. They're all still in it. Yeah. It's not, I'm not surprised. There's a it. skier too. I, I don't know. He's a little but younger but he was like a downhill skier um
0: it wasn't Bodie Miller was
3: oh no, I'd know Bodie Miller no. I, I, I'd never I'd never heard of this guy but oh, I'm not an right. expert on downhill skiing <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know he may be big I don't know
4: oh, but one of the, the most frightening things I've ever done in my life is gone too high up on a ski slope and up on on the blacks
3: and no choice but to go down and no choice
4: but yeah there's no way out and I didn't know how to ski oh no it was my first time skiing
3: that sounds a lot like you
4: yeah, it was really dumb. Really dumb. And I, honestly, I'm standing on the edge looking down. All these people are flying off it. And I, my heart is pumping. Go, what do I do now? And so you do. You just bite the bullet and fall all the way down. But um, it's all ice. <laughs> so, I mean, it is. It, it's treacherous. So. These skiers, like, they're brave people.
3: Uh, yeah. I, look, you, you see those cameras they have on them now where you can actually see what it looks like yeah. from their point of view. Oh, my God. By the way, uh, be careful out there today. It's It wasn't too bad coming in, but we did have a little bit of uh, some stuff come down overnight, and the temperatures dropped. So be careful out there. Kev, we'll see you tonight at 5 o'clock. Thanks, we'll be back after Top of the Hour Stories and News. Stay tuned.
1: Home? Mobile device? We're there. W-S-O-Y Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com.
2: This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Illinois medical officials are warning adults to keep marijuana edibles out of the reach of children after what they call an alarming jump in the number of accidental consumptions. The number of incidents of children five and younger consuming edibles in Illinois increased from 2017 through 21 from 5 to 232 cases. Most cases were not severe and were resolved over the phone, but some did require hospitalization. Recreational marijuana was legalized in Illinois in 2020. This weekend, Milliken hosted the VEX Robotics Competition at the DISC, about 200 high school.
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.